0: Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. Happy Thursday to everybody out there. Um, Teresa Walker joined us earlier. Fantastic stop. She covers the Grizz and the Preds and the Titans. So you will want to go and check out the Blaine and Mickey podcast. If you're not doing that already, what's wrong with you? Come on, go check it out. Uh, Each and every day, you can can just consume our podcast the way you consume all your favorite podcasts anywhere you want to find them. So our number two, we've got a question out there. Uh, normally, our buddy Doug Matthews joins us. He was tied up today. So we want to give you a chance to uh, have your mm. your time on the show for sure because we got two questions out there. Who are your offense and defensive MVPs for the Titans? Who is your most improved player for the Titans? Some of these are pretty tough for me. So we'll be taking those calls, uh, 615-737-1045. You can hit us on the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline. Titans actually <clears throat> off, off work today. So they have today... Tomorrow, Saturday off. They come back in Sunday. They will know uh, their. They will know their opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday evening, Chiefs and Steelers are the Sunday AFC game. Um, so Raiders and Bengals, Patriots and Bills, are both playing on Saturday. Um, Steelers and Chiefs playing on Sunday. So the Titans, uh, by Sunday evening, will know who they're playing, they'll know who they're game-planning for, and they'll start their normal week preparation as they would, I guess, as if they had played a game on Sunday Mm -hmm. and then immediately start to prepare for what happens the next week. I would
1: be watching a game on Saturday and Sunday, though, based off of who I thought. I I usually always guess wrong who we're going to be playing, but yeah. I would watch the AFC games with intent, like, oh, okay. it's a little insight here. Would you watch the NFC games, too, just for fun? Like, because they're not on at the same
0: time. So, would you, I mean, would you just yeah, watch would, any and all of them? For the
1: playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. Only time I didn't really watch is when I'm perturbed that we're not in. Oh. So, that means either we got beat. Right. The first round.
0: So, I'm not watching. Would you watch the Super Bowl, Super Bowl every year no matter what? Or sometimes you're still mad enough that, like, I'm not watching the Super
1: oh, Bowl? Oh, no, no, no. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it with that kind of intent, though. Like, I'm, you know, but I would be at some function. Right. Uh, having a good time, but watch the game at the same time. We're just, by this time of the year,
0: we're just so low on football. There's just so little left in the tank at this point. Oh, so that's how you would be, right? Oh, my gosh. I I told you. I mean, I'm waiting for the USFL to start and, you know, Canada to get going this summer. And, I mean, I'm waiting for all of it. I'll watch the Pro Bowl because I'm sick like that. I mean, I watch everything. Colts fans will be watching the Pro Bowl in record numbers this year.
1: No, Actually, it was was a time for me. I kind of looked at it a little differently because I was a big fan of the NFL even growing up all the way through and just to make it. But I'm watching it but just having fun at the same time. So I'm not watching it the same way. You know, I'm probably watching what I'm playing as like a coach. Mm -hmm. But when I'm not, I'm really, in my mind, not really paying attention even though from a paying point of view, I probably are watching much more uh, than I can kind of – It'll describe uh so yeah i'm trying to just enjoy myself really
0: well i was i was always to eat up with it i've told the story before i was sitting in my room one day i was pouring down rain i couldn't go outside so i started counting things that i had with it with an nfl logo or a team logo of any kind and i got to over 60 things in my room mm. my pencils my notebook my folders <clears throat> my clothes i i had a jersey for every day of the week i mean i was just eat up with it everything was was nfl so i've i've i've, I've always been sick like that if there's a game on i mean i watch preseason games you know they come on at night cuz nfl network they acquire all of them yeah. so like during the preseason they just show them back to back to back to back dude i'm sitting up at midnight watching you know the bears play the broncos in a preseason game and i'm excited to have it mm. so i'm i'm gonna I'm going to drink from this playoff cup as long as I got it. Yeah.
1: You know, the reason why it was like that for me is because during the season, you get so consumed with your actual job and, right. and that it's playing ball. So you you get so inundated with every little detail that you're almost exhausted once it's over. Oh, I, and, I don't know how you wouldn't I, be. When I look back and I'm talking about mentally, not just physically, but mentally, When I look back, I always kept on saying, man, I want to enjoy this moment much more than I, and I always felt like, well, I can enjoy it when it's over. Yeah. And so most players probably feel somewhat same in that, you know, some guys kind of enjoy it a little too much and some guys don't enjoy it enough. And I was probably more on the end of, I just didn't enjoy the moment. I was really so task oriented and so focused that I'm not really relishing the moment. Uh, So uh, going through those playoff times and those really good teams that we had, so that that's the only thing I, I always kept saying as a player. Oh, I will enjoy it when it's over when I'm sitting on my rocking chair, right? You know, throwing and You know, throwing rocks at the kids. You know, messing around in my yard. Well, <laughs> just we've had guys on yeah. before from all different. That's probably one of my regrets, actually. To be honest, it's just trying to just enjoy the moment. Sure. So just so focused, it's really hard. And I'm, I bet you a lot of coaches would say the same thing. I I think over time I've been able to do that more with my
0: musical stuff, like the mm-hmm. times I've played music okay, and the gigs example. that I've played. But there have been times I was so focused on not messing up notes and knowing what to do next and what song was next and what to do next. It's the same way. You know, that was the thing that I've almost turned pro in. So I, Right.
1: No, so, that's a great so, example. So that's the no. thing where
0: I'm up on stage and the house is full. and hey, I are an I, entertainer.
1: You're an entertainer. And, and
0: I'm so focused on the, I, I I'm thinking – my gosh, I may never get to do this again. This is so cool to play in this 12th and Porter or <clears throat> Exit Inn or some of the places I've gotten to play. But I thought, don't mess up. Don't mess up. Know your assignment. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do all that stuff.
1: Well, from an athlete's point of view, we're never thinking like that. Yeah. Don't mess up. You don't th- – those things never cross your mind. If you do, you will fail. Sure. Yeah, uh, so I-, I think it's a little different, but I, I absolutely understand with you because they're right there. But, you know, everybody's watching millions uh, over, over the film. I-, I think you're so focused on what could I have done differently if something did happen. Mm-hmm. And that that's what I learned actually earlier in my rookie year, you know, about, dang, how can I approach this, you know, guy? He's beating me on these little dink and dunk five-yard passes. You know, I have to come up with a different strategy. All I was doing was pushing me off and just, you know, running a little five yard out and I'm just making the tackle. Well, I got to stop that. That was irritating me, you know? So, and that was considered in my mind, a mess up, you know, I'm like, dang, how can I stop this guy? So you start l- thinking of resolutions instead of actual don't mess up. I don't think most athletes, and I, 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 none, but if you do, then you will. Well, and up. I'm
0: not, I'm not necessarily thinking that because i prepared so much, right. but I'm just thinking, know, your assignment, do your assignment, right. play the right notes. Because I, I, dude, I practice
1: all the time. Oh my gosh. Because it becomes like it's in second nature.
0: You don't even have to think about it then. You just Mm -hmm. do what you're trained to do. We got breaking news. Is that right, Lucas?
2: (laughs) Breaking sports news on 1045 The Zone.
0: The Texans. Uh oh. Who's got this story? Tom Pelosi. Ian Rappaport. Ian Rappaport,
1: Mark Berman, John McClain. Ian
0: Rappaport and Mike Garaffalo. Ian Rappaport right here, Mike Garofalo. The Texans are firing head coach David Culley. I Mm. thought he had survived. They played hard for that rascal till the very end. They
2: did. Won as many games as they did with Deshaun Watson. (laughs) He never had a chance.
0: Think about that.
2: I I mean, he was just
0: roadkill. And Blaine, for people who don't know, He was on the Eagles coaching staff, and you were there. You know this guy. Oh, I know. You talked about what a fantastic dude he is. Oh,
1: incredible human being. And I think that's why they played like that for him all that way throughout the – and they played hard. I just don't know if he was kind of, you know, grasping, you know, some of the little intricate details of being a head coach and playing it out, uh, you know, game management. Uh, When you talk to people down there, I think that was their only big gripe. But as far as the team playing hard for him, oh, man, they went all in and – you could have possibly, I think that's what they were debating. Do we want to ride this train one more year, uh, especially with the quarterback and kind of keep everything, you know, the same until we figure out if he's our franchise quarterback and buy him some time. Uh, but they must've got frustrated and they must probably already have in mind uh, maybe a couple candidates that they think could be a good fit. Uh, so it's unfortunate because uh, he's a great human being. I don't know if he was ever, Going to be a really good head coach, but he, you know, he he, he waited a long time to get his opportunity, so he, he deserved his opportunity, and uh, I would say he made the most of it. Hey, I just want to know how many, uh, you know, pieces of gum that he goes through through a whole entire game. <laughs> Because he would be going to town on some gum on, on the sideline. Right? Man, I worked with
0: Gus on. I got to use
1: a lot of gum. He's a big gum guy. Oh, is he? Oh, my gosh. Like
0: Pete
2: Carroll-level gum guy?
0: No. I don't know if anybody can touch Pete Carroll. Probably, <laughs> <Cully> maybe. but <laughs> How many
2: pieces of gum do you think Pete Carroll goes through in a game? Or
0: maybe it's the same one. I don't know. I th- you'd have to freshen it up, man. No sure. way, It's, it's multiple piece. new pieces all the time, be, for
2: think. For three and a half hours.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of gum. So David Culley out, add that to the uh, list of coaching
2: vacancies. So how many
1: coaches is that now? How many openings are open?
2: I believe that seven. seven. That's seven, and that's not including the Raiders. Because oh. Rich Passaccia, if they win in Cincinnati this weekend, that's a whole other conversation about retaining him. So it's so it's eight total, but it, the Raiders are still playing. If you the Raiders yes. who are playing with an interim yes. coach, it's eight. But they might retain Passaccia. All right. Well,
1: you just said something. Do you have to keep uh, the Raiders coach if he wins the first round? I think he's earned it. You know, I don't know in that
2: building and, and, and all that stuff, I, but I think he's earned it. I mean, all the stuff they've been through this
1: year. I, I can't say it's the same, but Malarkey wasn't the first one that he got fired. See, that's the same exact thing. It wasn't the same circumstances, but as far as how far you got, you know, so well, their leadership, I don't know where their leadership is on that issue. Obviously, it was the right decision from the Titans' point of view. But that's always a tough decision when a, a you know a coach takes him to the playoffs and then you win a you know first round. You go, man, uh, let's just kind of play this out one more year. Let's see how we how we do. Man, he only had man, let's say you know half of a season. Mm-hmm. What can he do with a whole season?
2: He cleaned up a mess and a half. Too. Oh, uh, man. what I mean. team went through more non-injury related than the Las Vegas Raiders this year? I mean, it was headline after headline after headline.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know, and then and and they looked like they had lost things, and John Gruden didn't didn't make the playoffs, and this guy got to coach the t- and he did, mm-hmm. so he did something Gruden was unable to do for ten million a year. Plus, you ain't gonna have to pay this guy ten million a year, Mm-mm. and uh, you're gonna have to pay Gruden something at some point. That's going to get settled, I would think. So, what he gets paid might keep him around another year, mm. like a one year deal, two year deal on the cheap, something you could get
1: out of real quickly if you wanted to. Oh, they gotta pay him at least three. They gotta give him a three-year deal. There's no way you have the head coach. <laughs> I don't know. Unless you're just gonna keep the interim
0: to his name. Well, uh, most guys get five-ish years yeah, they now, got to leave so three. So three. Yeah, maybe he gets a three-year deal. That's easy for them to get out of. So if
1: it was his agent, I'd be like, nope, we're not going less than four. <laughs> oh,
0: well, man, that agent's already like <laughs> that. Agent is just waiting for his so opportunity. That, that, that to may spring. get him
1: to go. Just on that alone,
0: it would help their decision. If they beat the Bengals this weekend, there's no way that guy can't get the job. Unless unless uh, Al Davis's son, whatever his name is with the bowl hair Mark, Mark Davis. Mark Davis. <clears throat> unless he just says, I'm going to hire Jim Harbaugh or I'm going to hire whomever. Unless he's just got the guy he's going to hire no matter what. Yeah, Because we've talked about this, and this has come up a couple times this week about Mike Vrabel. He was available. They were going to find a way to hire Mike Vrabel before somebody else did. And they yeah. did.
2: Mm-hmm. But then Bisaccia becomes a candidate elsewhere, right?
0: 100%. I would look at Bisaccia yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh. we got to look at the uh, second segment of this hour. So let's do this. Phone lines. we got a couple lines open. 615-737-1045. We'll get into this when we come back. Your Titans MVP for offense, MVP for defense. Most improved Titan. All of that's coming up next. Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. Blaine and Mickey, 1045, the zone. Happy Thursday to everybody out there. Uh, talking, talk a little Titans looking back at the season.
1: Yeah.
0: Asking some questions today. Who's your uh, most valuable offensive Titan? Your most valuable defensive Titan? Who is your most improved Titan? Uh, we've got a bunch of like partial answers in the zone TV chat. <laughs> no we partial. have we're just like one person just kind of types one name on here kind of a thing. And they don't
1: They don't put the defense um, officer or, or special team.
0: Monsoon Monahan was very, whoever this is. So I love the name Monsoon. Monsoon. I'm, Monsoon. If I have another child ever, I'm naming the child Monsoon, regardless <laughs> of its gender.
1: You're not going to name him Woody?
0: Uh, no. Uh-huh. Maybe Monsoon Woody or Woody Monsoon. <laughs> Woody Monsoon actually just rolls <laughs> off the tongue. Uh, Monsoon says Tannehill, Autry, and NWI is the most improved. I mean, that's that's three pretty strong choices right there. Tannehill, Autry, mm. NWI. One I definitely
1: agree with for sure is NWI as most improved. Man. Hey, you watch him sometimes. I think he comes off the ball uh, just as good as the elite that's on this team. Anyway, he's much improved uh, with his hand catching now. Everything else, so and I'm I'm excited for him, and I think they've shown the confidence in him, and he's proved it and deserved it uh, with Tannehill. So yeah, I, yeah, improved uh, for offense for sure in W I offense. I mean defense. I may say most improved. Uh, I may go with Fulton. I know he missed a couple games here or there, but I thought he was improved. I, I don't. I still don't think he's a number one, but man, he took some leaps this year. He at, at point in times he felt like oh man. He's shutting people down. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I go with N.W.I. as my improved, and I'm going Fulton as my defensive uh, player's most improved.
0: Let's take a couple of these phone calls, Joey and Lee. I know they've got uh, some answers to these questions, so let's do it. Joey and Cross Plains will lead us off in this two o'clock hour. Hey, Joey, how you doing?
3: What's up, guys? I'm good. So, for offense, you know, I'm gonna give the fat guy some love with uh, Ben Jones. Yeah. Like I said before. You know, that man, he has taken a licking and he just keeps on kicking. Oh, yeah, you like cannot that. get him off the field. Yeah, okay. uh, my defense, you know, it's, I figured, you know, a lot of people would go with this one, but Big Jeff, because he can take on so many blocks and open up so much for the front seven that, I mean, you know, it's he just, it, he's so invaluable. And for my most improved, um, you know, I know he's missed a couple games. But I'm going to go with David Long Jr. Because that mm, man mm. has actually, you know, he's built on his with where before he was just, you know, a see ball, go get ball kind of player. But now he's getting to where he can go out and cover. Uh, I know he's got a couple picks this year. But, uh, yeah, those are my three players for this mm. year.
1: Yeah. Joey, thanks for the call. He just made me think of something. It wasn't any of the players he said for the most improved because I, I know I did offense and defense. But, man, I'm going to throw in a, it's almost like make it an uh, honorable mention. The Q, Quisenberry. Oh. Yes. Who would have thought he would have, you know, not missed a game, started all, what, 17 games, and did a solid job. I mean, man. The Q, I'm going to call him the Q. That's right. It starts with the Q, right? It does. (laughs) Quisenberry, honorable mention, the quiz, the Q. Yeah, I like the Q, man. That's, that's, that's he's a great story, too, personally. The um, oh, uh, cancer. Return. I mean, and, uh, survivor.
0: And, yeah, and still survivor. out there. I mean, like, mm-hmm. as a veteran lineman, earned a starting spot late in his career. So he's a fantastic story. Great guy, great great wife, um, awesome people. I've gotten to know them at some uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society events. Mm. Uh, let's get Lee in the borough next who wants to weigh in on this topic. Hey, Lee.
3: yeah. Um, yeah, I've been thinking about. It. I've been going back and forth on improved. Uh, <laughs> I know, I, man. It's a tough. It's tough. Yeah, but uh, but think about this. I mean, he he could almost win defensive player MVP and improve. But I, but I'll say improved for him is Harold Andrew. Yeah. I mean, he never put up the sack numbers that he did until this year. I mean, maybe it's because the contract year. Say what you want, but he did it, and mm-hmm. I think it made a big difference for sure on the team. Um, defensive MVP. Mayor Murfreesboro, there's no other answer. I mean, the guy shows up every every game, same guy, communicates to the defense, gets everybody in the right position. The, he's, the, he's the essence of the MVP uh, on the defense. And for offense, it might seem like a layup, but everybody talks about A.J. being out, Julio being out, obviously Derrick Henry, unfortunately, being out. Who's been there? Who's been the guy that's been consistent and always laced it up? It's Tannehill. I mean, you have to give credit to him. He might not have played as good as he did the last couple of years. Been inconsistent with some of his throws, but the dude shows up and he, and he fights. He, he gets tough third down conversions mm-hmm. with his with his legs, and he's played well. He's played his best ball the last quarter of the year. I mean, so he's definitely the MVP of the offense, without a doubt.
1: Hmm. Good call, man. Yeah, appreciate the he's phone so call, Lee. Yeah, because I had been saying Ben Jones, but, man, after the Houdini act against the Texans for the game winner, a la McNair-like, I think I'm switching from Ben Jones to Tandy time. He did it, man. He, I mean, they wouldn't have won that game without that play. So I, I got to give it to him. I, I, and then the shots he was taking throughout the season, and just like the caller just mentioned. He got sacked 47 times. He shows up and was taking hits, even though he didn't have his webs out there. You never heard him talk about it. I think he had some, you know, you know, people are talking about, oh, he's got his fastball or he's got his confidence back. I think the total opposite. And I think this is what Tania was actually saying. I wish I had the clip there. I think Lucas stepped out, uh, what he said, but it's really saying when I got all my weapons without saying it, I'm, I still have my confidence in me. I just got to have confidence in the people who are out there without saying that. And I haven't changed one iota. So I don't know what the heck y'all talking about. Cause you can't play this game without it, especially at that position. Uh, so yeah. And I don't mean you're going to have some bad plays here or miss somebody on a throw there, but he kept lining up, man. I got to get to any time. I got to give it to him. I I was all on a Ben Jones train last week, but after that, that, he hold an NWI. I got to give it to Tanny, man. Well, look how he was with Julio and A.J.
0: Ferkser playing more like Ferkser. And NWI playing as a really strong number 3. He had one of the most efficient games of his whole man, career. it was like
1: eight different receivers caught a pass.
0: Yeah, and four different guys had 50 yards at least oh, and a man, touchdown. Awesome. It's like this
1: complete team right there. Yep, And that it. can win. You don't have to be the elite quarterback. If you just continue to distribute the ball, then the defense has no idea who the game plan to actually control or double or whatever you have to do or focus on going into a game.
0: And the thing is, a lot of the guys who are game managers, they're a game manager because they're lacking some skill. They just they're not quite as good as this, they're not quite, they don't have just as strong. He's got every skill. Yeah. He's got better
1: than game manager skills. He can the big make home throws. Accurate, yes. efficient, run. yeah, and can run. Yes. Uh, and with the big question everybody used to talk about the Dolphins is, oh, he has no pocket presence. Well, I feel like he has enough. He has enough since he's been here. He's had enough.
0: A pocket president. I'm not going to say out that from under a sack. Yeah, no. But there's the times I'll
1: be like, throw the ball, yes, away.
0: <laughs> so I think he's. I, I looked at this before the show. I think he's only got one interception in the last five games. It's what he's got, and seven touchdowns, one interception in the last five
1: games. So, some without having his huge weapons at the two receiver spots. Berks are kinda playing subpar at least till, you know, the last three or four weeks. Henry out. Yeah. It's hard. Hard and, to pick anybody besides Tannehill. Yeah, I know. I was trying not to just hand it to him, but that that play kind of like, eh, they would have lost this game. So he showed that he's big time. Tannehill
0: this year for me was like basically fourteen, fifteen years of LeBron's career where he literally could have been the MVP every year. So, and you can look at the NBA. You go, guys. We just—it's got to. I mean, we could just give it to LeBron because he's always the most consistent. He's the most. And I know some of y'all don't like LeBron, but you can't argue the fact that he could have ten MVPs probably just for how good he's been. But some other guys a career year, he would win it. Then the next year, another guy's a career
1: year. Or maybe. Kind of the same way with MJ, <coughs> right? During, during or
0: it could have just been him every year. That's been the season for Tannehill. Like other guys have had. I mean, other guys have had nice stretches. Ben Jones has been dependable, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, they are where they are because Tannehill no h- held doubt. the glue together and never missed anything, despite the fact that he got hammered again and again. He did. He did. started tonight, but hey, you haven't given us any of your picks. I've kind
1: of slid mine in here or there.
0: I know you've been real slight. Let's get Joe's and then I'll give mine. We'll get we'll get Lucas's. We'll continue to uh, give him a defensive one yet to no. get more <laughs> Joe and Nashville offensive MVP. Defensive MVP, most improved Titan, what you got? Don't forget special I, teams.
1: I,
3: how you doing, fellas? Hey, Look, I'm going to take you a little uh, left turn here a little bit. Okay. And this person has gone unsung. You haven't been mentioned. I'm going with Jim Schwartz. I think he was bought here for a particular reason. And I think you see that attitude of what he had, you know, with, when he was with the Titans back in the day. and he went to, uh, I believe, uh, Detroit or Philly. I see the, his influence in this defense, and I believe he was brought here for a reason, but he's sort of been low-key and behind the scenes, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Jim Schwartz. What do y'all guys think about that?
0: Well, defense did turn around. Jim Schwartz is around, although very hasn't really <laughs> offered much of what he does or doesn't do, but I mean, oh, he, he, the defense man. is much better, and yeah. he is there this year.
1: Uh well, what I could say to that answer is, and Schwartz was on the staff there when I was there as well uh, as the linebackers coach and the DC at the end, uh, is that they have a lot of new players on defense. So that's contributing. To me, I kind of think it's a slap in the face to, to Bowen if you're going to say Schwartz. We don't know actually what Schwartz, I don't personally. I, don't. I know who he is and what he brings to the table. But I don't know what his actual job was. And I know everybody's reaching out towards now. The defense looks different. Well, they have different players, uh, there, and then some players who've improved. Let's go with Harold Landry. He didn't have 12 sacks last year. Archie came in. Simmons, can we can put him on the MVP and most improved because he got after the quarterback. That was my big issue. That's what you wanted, I wanted to, to see, see from him. I want to see him now. Okay, can you impact the passer? We know you can impact the running game. Mm-hmm. I said so. You know, some of that is development, and I don't know if he was in the back weeds uh, giving recommendations of how to attack certain opponents uh, or whatnot. I'm sure every week everybody has some form of input. So, but I don't know how much. So I, I, I can't, I can't give him, uh, you know, an MVP for that. I, I don't, I don't know. No one knows. I, I No one's even really seen him. So mm-hmm. Is he up in the booth? I mean, you <laughs> know where? So, no, I, I would go with players and then the actual coordinators and position coaches. Uh, he may be uh, assisting all the coaches in some form or fashion on defense at every level. I have no mm-hmm. idea. Or recommendations on certain game plans. So I'm going to go that route more so than as much as I, I love Swarty. All right, Lucas,
0: you got yours? Let's get yours. I'll give mine.
2: Yeah, most improved. I'm going to echo the caller from a second ago because I look at the most improved unit, and I think you could argue the most improved units the inside linebackers. Look at the depth they have at that spot. Rashawn Evans and Jayon Brown are your starters to start the season. Rashawn Evans could make an argument for most improved, at least on defense. And now you turn around, and the depth that you have there with Zach Cunningham and David Long as the starters, and Rashawn Evans and Jayon Brown essentially as a backup, that four-man rotation. David Long, the jump that he's made from last year to this year, went from 54 total tackles to 76, went from two TFLs last year to four this year, and his first two career interceptions came this season. So, yeah, I'd have to say David Long Jr. I don't think anybody expected this high of an impact.
1: I'm a big long guy, so I really like how he played. But he missed six games. It's not surprising to me. I thought he should have been on the football field. If anybody listened much more the year before. Yeah, I've called it. What he did in the playoffs was all I need to see. Big time moment. He stepped up big. Yeah. So yeah. That. And that's, then the next
0: year started. It's like, where's David Long? What? What? Uh, Remember? And you were like, the way this guy played in the playoffs, he's not out there. What? What yeah. are we
1: missing? Yeah, I did something. I didn't miss it. I just, <laughs> And he's done exactly what I thought he would do, and I've seen him work out. And everybody kept saying, "Oh, he's not good in pass covers." That was, no, yeah, he is. Huh? Oh, did you see his interceptions? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, you can make up excuses for why people aren't out there to cover yourself as a coach. I'm here observing what I actually see, and I haven't been—I haven't been wrong on him, at least not him, anyway. So, yeah, did he do a great job? But he still—I mean, it, with the way you just gave that. We could also say that the king should still be the MVP. Go look at his numbers and what his contribution has been to the team, even though he missed. His numbers is just as impactful as anybody else.
0: We got a king vote. Yeah, the see, offensive MVP yeah, you over go kind of
1: yeah. look at his numbers, you go, well, dang, he's still the, <laughs> the best player on the team. And he missed games, too. So, certain point, as much as I like Long, is if you missed a, a considerable amount of time, I, I, you know, as much as you did improve, I, you know, you kind of eliminated a little bit for me.
0: Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. You want to hit us uh, with yours? It's offensive MVP. It's defensive MVP and most improved Titan and All-
1: special teams. Which Lucas didn't give us. You, you going You go with Bullock. Yeah, gotta be. Gotta, gotta be, be Bullock, Bullock. Gotta be Bullock. I almost got. I teetered. When he, when, did he miss up in the Texas game? What happened? He did something in the Texas game. Did he miss a field goal?
0: He missed a field goal, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh He could have used all those points. I was about to get he him got that. they got him to ride right hash mark, and he kicked it all the way across and missed
1: it left, which that must be his bit. I was like, uh-oh, Bullock, your L's are going to turn into on the couch.
0: <laughs> also, there is breaking news. David Coley has been fired by the Texans. I, I will get to my... Choices in just a second, but Mahogany is on the line and wanted to talk about, I, I do believe, the Texans firing their head coach, which they have just done in the last few minutes.
3: Hey, what's going on, y'all? How y'all doing?
1: Hey, good. Hey, I'm doing good.
3: Hey, so, and I'll give offensive, defensive, and most improved, too, while I'm here, but like something it. to keep in mind, because I heard uh, rumblings that Deshaun Watson wanted to play for Brian Flores. So Brian Flores now being on the street, I mean that I could I would just keep an eye on it, but um, but for an offensive MVP, it's got to be Tannehill because I think if Tannehill is one of the ones that goes down this year as well, we're five and twelve instead of twelve and five mm. at some point. Um, Good point. Defensive MVP, I would say it's kind of a toss up for me from between Danico and Jeff. But I'll probably lean to Nico just because he just brought a different fire. That I didn't think was there, and the most improved for me is probably uh, Christian Fulton. So I'll hang up and listen. Appreciate you guys, Mahogany. Thank you.
0: Um, Good stuff. Our buddy Brett Bachelor, who works here at the Zone, he has weighed in with his on Twitter. Got another one in the Zone TV chat. I need to give mine. I think Lucas still owes us one. I- I'm not sure. We'll we'll get to all that. We'll do that when we mm-hmm. come back. Also, if you want to weigh in, most improved offense or most improved. MVP offense, MVP defense for Titans. I'd love to hear from you special we get teams. ready to uh, – and then anything you want to add for special teams as well. <laughs> uh, kind of been bumpy for them this year. Kearns missed some time. The, the deep snapper, uh, Morgan Cox, never missed it. He played all 17 games. Maybe he's
1: – he, he did what he was paid to do. Hey, yeah, done make
2: those kicks without – maybe he is the MVP. We
0: never said his name this year, not mm-hmm. once, other than he played all the 17 games. Maybe he's the MVP. We'll get to that next. playing and Mickey, 104.5, the zone.
1: <laughs>
2: All the
0: way to them on I they thought have, there was no way that was going to happen. They get they, they get uh, they get Zach Cunningham on waivers. David Long, who was, I think we talked about so sixth
2: round Seventh, seventh round out of West Virginia. Oh. I don't know if they had a sixth rounder. That was 2019, right? Because oh. you, you draft DeAndre Walker out of Georgia, the only pick that didn't work out in that draft in the fifth round. And I believe Long was the last pick of the draft. Just an undersized linebacker, Big 12, defensive player of the year. Come on, he wasn't Mr. Irrelevant. No, no, no. Not the, literally the last pick. Sorry, the last pick for the Titans. Yeah, No, not, not, uh, not Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah,
1: yeah, he was undersized, but he won MVP for in his Defensive the, player of the year. Yeah, for the what is it, Big 12. Yeah, West yeah. Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a really good player. You watch him. only reason why, if he was two, he would have went first round. That's, that's why the size matters in certain categories. And that's why you don't see a guy with those kind of triggers like he does, but they say, oh, his upside because he has a side. All of a sudden, then they get in the league. And all of a sudden, now you would say David Long is better than Rashawn Evans. Nobody would have said that. Nobody would have said that, including me. And in like physically even, completely different cats. Cats, yeah. See, but that shows you it's more to it. Than just the physicality of size weight length height there's a whole bunch of factors going there, let alone you know uh brains and far reading defenses and offenses and on both sides of the ball i mean whatever position it may be so a lot of things that's why you miss so much on first rounders is because of they meet the requirements of athleticism and size and measurables, but there's other things they may not have that you think you can actually teach them. You cannot teach athleticism, you know, which is what Evans as a first rounder had at playing at one of the, you know, best schools in the country, if not the best. David Long was picked 188. He was a six round pick. hmm uh, Yeah, because I remember we looked it up. Yeah, I I was waiting for you to go. (laughs) He was like, you sure? I think he was. I was like, yeah, I know he knows. Yeah, he did.
0: Uh, Here are mine. Tannehill, uh, the only skilled player on offense for the Titans. I think Ben Jones and Questenberry both played 17 games. He was the only skilled player on offense to play all 17. He was sacked 47 times, wound up with 20 one touchdown passes, and seven touchdown runs. So he counted for 28 touchdowns. He also accounted for over 4,000 yards running and passing. I thought that was an interesting figure. Hmm. Um, he hit, he was 4,004 running and passing. So he was my Titans offensive player. I felt kind of goofy picking the quarterback, but I gave the analogy in the last segment about LeBron James where and somebody responded in here and said, dude, you could have picked LeBron for MVP like eight years in a row. Right. It's just one of those things where it's like I could probably go find somebody who had a career year. I could, but but it was Tannehill. I mean, that that's just that's just who it was for me. It was Tannehill on defense. I picked Landry, and I was torn between Landry, Byard, uh, Autry,
1: and Big Jeff because all of them played great. They did. I, I'm quabbling. That's why. That's the only one I haven't given is my defensive guy as MVP. <laughs> Landry I'm was lost.
0: third. Here's why I went with Landry. He was first in sacks, 12. He was first in quarterback hits, 22. He was first in tackles for loss, 14. But he was third in overall tackles. And in the past, a lot of big sack guys don't have tackle numbers. They get all that and then they get 22 tackles. This dude was third on the team in tackles.
1: And oh, by the way, they drop him in pass in coverage. coverage a lot more yep. than people think. That I means, like, every time I go, where was Landry? Oh, dang, he was dropped in the middle. Of the field. Oh, okay. So he
0: didn't he- even rush the passer. All, All the, the time. time. Yeah. Not like some of these guys mm-hmm. who they're like, hey, man, just go get the quarterback. He still got the quarterback a dozen times. And he played in coverage. Mm.
1: And he played to run. Mm. Ooh, you're making it home. And he got numbers.
0: He got Lots numbers. of numbers. Ooh, ooh that's so So that, that's one. why I went with Landry.
1: But, I mean, You can go with most improved with him, too, because it go from 5 to 12. I mean, he almost broke this. What, what's the record? I thought the record was like. It's on four-
0: It's got to be 14 and a half. Juwan. Yeah,
1: right. Yep. See, he almost, I mean, man. <laughs> Ooh, that's uh, I – I don't recall Javon dropping in no coverage, even though he could have covered a whole bunch of people. <laughs> so, so for
0: most improved, I had to pick one for offense and one for defense. I know we just said one. I went with Fulton because that guy went from playing six games yeah, and they I'm were trying to play him in the slot to a number one outside cornerback for this team. Even though they drafted a guy number one, got hurt. Mm-hmm. Fulton took his spot. He, he tackles. He sticks his head in there. He's been good in coverage. I went with Fulton and uh, NWI on offense. That dude had 38 catches for almost 500 yards and four TDs this year. NWI. Mm -hmm. And there were people who couldn't pronounce all of his names last year. All of his names. (laughs) So you left off your defense. That wasn't me that time. No, no, we got it now. So before we go, you, you owe us a defensive
1: guy. Who you got? Man, I am still quabbling with my defensive guy. Whew, you made a great, compelling argument for Landry. One of the callers had a good one for for KB. Yep. Oh, KB, you uh, can pick him. you could pick, he, 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 you could pick I mean, KB most years. Yeah, and Big Jeff, I think, and, and Autry's in the conversation with me too. Yeah, more sacks than See, Big so Jeff. So he tells me all our front guys. Oh man, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, so, you know, I'm Lose a little biased to the safety. Music. And then I'm going to go with Autry. Oh, Autry. Yeah. Big Jeff played pretty good. He's pretty good. good. What do you have? Like what? How many sacks did Autry have? How many Jeff?
0: Autry had nine. Big Jeff had eight and a half. I okay. do believe that's,
1: that's right. That's why I'm going to go with Autry. That's going to be the difference. I go to the stats at the end.
0: A lot uh, of people saying most improved hooker. Hooker, first-year starter, yeah. did some good
1: stuff this year. Yeah, he's solid. He got a lot of playing time, so he felt like he was a start in the nickel package back there deep. So yeah, he's he was solid. No way. I, I knew he'd be a solid, solid starter in this league. It's a matter of can he take it to the next level. Uh tons of people
0: weighing in on Three the Zone up. TV chat. We appreciate you. A lot of people tweeting us at Blaine and Mickey. Great participation today. Great phone calls. We love it. We love hearing from you.
1: Yeah, no doubt.
0: So does 3HL. They'll be hearing from you next. Right now it's time for us to go. And you know what time that is, Mickey. In the meantime, in, in between, between time. time.
2: <laughs> Peace. <laughs> you got it.